Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Who Shall Stand? Based on our reading of Revelation chapter 6 and verse 17, let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Sometimes God wants us to stop and take account of the things that are of greatest importance. Sometimes God wants us to stop and make some assessment of where we are in life and what we should really be focusing our attention on. In this world that is moving at a fast pace, it is sometimes very easy to become sucked into the moving time and drifting along without putting up any resistance to what is happening around us. But is this the way God wants us to behave? Is this the way God wants us to lead our lives? I'm not sure this is how God wants us to live our lives, especially at this point in Earth's history. Today, as we take some time to reflect on what is taking place in the world around us, it is clear that God wants us to realize that the second coming of Jesus is soon. In Revelation chapter 6, John got a vision of six seals. In these seals, God provided information or important information regarding the things that would take place prior to the second coming of Jesus. As I read the chapter on the seals, the last verse leaped from the page of the Bible and seeped into my soul. Let us take a few minutes to meditate on what John wrote in Revelation chapter 6 and verse 17. The word of the Lord said, For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? At the end of this seal, do you see the question that John asked? Why would John ask such a question regarding the day of the wrath of God? Well, let us take a few minutes to examine what God records about the sixth seal. In the study entitled Unlocking Revelation, the author of Lesson 8 said the following, and I quote, When the sixth seal was opened, a series of attention-getting events occurred. They are commonly referred to as signs because they indicate where we are in the panorama of time. 1. A great earthquake. 2. The darkening of the sun. 3. The darkening of the moon as blood. 4. The falling of stars from heaven. During his earthly ministry, Jesus foretold the very same signs, which should not be surprising since this is Jesus who opens the seal in heaven. Immediately after the tribulation of these days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give light. And the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Matthew chapter 24, verse 29 to 30. Because these signs take place under the sixth seal, we should look for them sometime between the dark ages of the papal persecution and yet prior to the second coming of Jesus. With amazing accuracy, these signs did occur in precisely the order 
and during the time foretold. The great earthquake found its fulfillment on November 1st, 1755, commonly called the Lisbon earthquake because it centered in Lisbon, Portugal. This was the greatest catastrophe the world has ever seen since the flood of Noah's day. Not only was the Liz- was Lisbon destroyed with the loss of an estimated 60 to 90,000 lives, but the quake was felt by the greater portion of the continent of Europe, Africa, and even America. Two cities in Africa, 400 miles away, were leveled. A tidal wave struck the island of Barbados in the Caribbean, over 4,000 miles from Lisbon. The sea rose 50 feet above its normal level. If a modern quake of this magnitude were to occur in San Francisco, not only would Frisco be destroyed, but so would Los Angeles. And the rumbling would be felt throughout the Americas and on continents across the ocean. Number two, the darkening of the sun, which was fulfilled on May 19, 1780. Number three, the moon turned blood the evening of May 19, 1730, after the dark day. Number four, the falling of the stars occurred in November 13, 1833. At just the right time, when God's prophetic time clock struck the hour, the signs of the sixth seal appear. What is next? We are now between the 13th and 14th verses of Revelation chapter 6. The next item on the agenda is an earthquake of even greater magnitude than the first one revealed under the sixth seal. Verse 4 says of that future earthquake, Every mountain and island were moved out of their place. It seemed that the signs listed in verses 12 and 13 are merciful beacons of warning for the wise. The stupendous amplitude of the earthquake in verse 14 seems to say it's all over. It must be scheduled to occur sometimes very near, if not just prior to the second coming of Jesus. For shortly afterwards, the sixth seal portrays the terror of the unrepentant world as they witness the coming of Jesus in the heavens. End of quote. As we examine what John saw in the sixth seal, it is clear that at the end of the seal, Jesus would put in his appearance. At the end of this seal, investigative judgment, which began in 1844 in heaven, would come to an end. So, do you see why John asked the question in verse 17? My friend, we are living in the time just before the second coming of Jesus, the sixth seal. It is time for us to make our calling and election sure so that we can stand in the day of his coming and not have to run to the rocks and the mountains. It is my prayer that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to get ready for that massive earthquake that will usher in the completion of the sixth seal. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you today for the reminder that, Lord, the same way you prophesied and they came, those prophecies came true. 
you will continue to prophesy and these prophecies will come true. Help us, Lord, as we read your word to take what we read seriously, to ask you to lead our lives. Guide us now, we pray, and keep us covered under your almighty wings. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.